what's up everybody this is israel i'm here with brian and vince this is the very first episode of metal swap talk metal swap talk what is this about well we're a show dedicated to the local heavy metal scene here in san diego not only in san diego but also regionally including tijuana mexicali uh, los angeles as well our neighbors and uh, we're gonna try to get international as well right guys yep. yep yeah try to mix it up a little bit uh we're gonna be talking about some really cool stuff that's coming up, uh, preferably with the Metal Swap Me that's coming up this year. We got our 10th anniversary, which we're really stoked about. Uh, we're also going to talk about albums. New Possesses out, guys. I'm stoked about it. I don't know about you guys, but we're going to talk about that. Revelations of Oblivion, which is just out on Nuclear Blast. We're going to talk a lot about that album. Mm-hmm. Amazing thing. Uh, lots of shows coming to the area, especially June, July. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming our coming our way. So I, I think uh, you know we're really excited about that. Uh, news on the Metal Swamp Meet. We got a lot of plans this year. I think uh, you know we're going to try to do it up. We're going to try to get uh, you know really, really, really. Really focused on that, and we'll talk to you guys about that. Um, who are we? A bit about ourselves. We're going to talk a little bit about what we did, what we've done, what we plan to do uh, with this. Uh, we have some interviews that are coming your way as well. Uh, we're going to take advantage of the fact that we are in the craft beer capital of the world, I think. Uh, we've done some interviews. We're going to talk this time with our good friend Jason Carlson from Ballast Point at Homebrew Mart. So you'll get a little taste of that. And, uh, you know, we're going to do plenty of stuff with this. We hope you guys enjoy it and we'll take it over. Okay. This is the song Demon. I like the high notes he's hitting. <laughs> Little Slayerish right there. Yeah. <laughs> Reaction so far, pretty good. Um, oh, that sounds good. Yep, yeah. uh, it's a it's a little slightly different from the other songs, which is great. Uh, I like the the breakdown. It's pretty cool. Like you said, it's kind of Slayerish. Mm-hmm. Pretty rad. So so far so good. All right, let's keep it going. going through a lot of tempo changes huh right uh, yeah i don't know it's sounding very classic thrash with a uh, better production <laughs> well, it's a lot better production i think but yeah 
definitely. Um, I like it uh, because it, it does have those tempo changes. I think, uh, you know, people will enjoy that quite a bit. Um, and um, yes, you know, the production itself, definitely very clean, a very, very modern sounding, but the, the old school feel is there, especially with the, with the, with the riffing. I, I like, the, I enjoy the riffing quite a bit. So. V? Yeah, I think it has a lot of uh, that old feeling to it. And, even though the recording is kind of more modern and you can hear everything really clear, it still has that old vibe to it, which I, I really like. It really does. All right, let's keep it going. Pick slide. <laughs> There we go. Maybe even a little uh, Celtic Frost influence a little bit. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking this is definitely the thrashiest song so far on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a whole lot of death metal riffing. It's very down picky, fast, a lot of tempo changes. Mm-hmm. I hear like, yeah, Exodus is pretty obvious and then some a little destruction sounding. Well, I thought it had some death metal influences for sure and maybe a little old death or even possessed and wasn't just uh, all out speed metal. It was a little bit heavier and melodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it definitely uh, one of the more melodic songs off the album, um, and I think it, it it does it does throw a, a lot of that Bay Area influence and uh, maybe kind of like old old uh, death. You know, a little Chuck in there, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I kind of hear it a little too. bit. Yeah, especially with the with the, with the breakdowns there. All right, let's keep it going. savage vocals so far mm-hmm. yeah I like that they uh, have some uh, effects and stuff on the vocals too mm-hmm. not so uh, dry sounding yeah uh, bass solo hell yeah <laughs> wow right? I wasn't expecting that that was killer <laughs> cool good job Bobby <laughs> Love the dueling solos. 
Yeah, I dig the vocals a lot there. great cool. that was good all right what'd you guys think and overall what about the tones vince uh it's got a, a great production I and mean, everything's really clear heavy but you can hear all the notes you can hear the bass you can hear all the drum fills i mean i can't say anything negative about it at all yeah it definitely sounds like they did uh really good work with the production uh um it's always i guess that's the biggest challenge when it comes to recording albums i mean i know that vince probably knows more about this than i do but but it is one of those things where you want to get the the levels on everything just fought right and and especially the drums and, and the guitars sound really really well in this album um bass solo i wasn't expecting that at all yeah, that was cool <laughs> and then the vocals uh nice effects they do sound fairly brutal um yeah I, but everything has a kind of natural sound to it right. kind of live almost and mm -hmm doesn't sound fake or mm -hmm. mechanicalized yeah. or yeah and then this this part uh, i guess uh it was mixed and mastered by uh peter tigrin from uh, hypocrisy um which uh definitely makes a difference um the guy's legendary for for his productions and and for you know mixing ma mastering and all that uh which definitely makes a difference and, and the musicianship of these guys it clearly comes through on the on the mix and and on the album which uh it's pretty good so far yeah no yeah, I think it took a long time of preparing and recording on it, but I think they did it, did it well. Yeah, it only took 30 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't have to wait another 30 years for the next album. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Jeff has, has um, you know, you know, hit the hit it out of the ballpark with this one. Uh, definitely get himself together with with these with these fine musicians. Daniel Gonzalez from from Gruesome, um, you know, a, a great guitar player. Uh, Claudia Screamer from Dragon Lord, who 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 was part of uh, you know the the Testament crew with with Eric Eric Peterson. Um, you got Robert Cardenas, who's you know from Agent Steel, um, Coffin Text, amazing amazing death metal band, and Emilio Marquez. You can't go wrong with that guy. You know, Sadistic Intent, uh, Brujeria, Assassino. Um, you know, behind the drum kit, it 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 definitely is. Uh, it, it's a you could call it a supergroup, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. especially uh, for an American band. Yeah, and it's top notch, and it's uh you know. It's a great release. Um, I'm in. You know, I'm glad that uh, you know Nuclear Blast had had the the wherewithal to pick these guys up and and put this put this album out. Uh, uh, it's only been out a couple of weeks. Uh, pick it up if you can, because uh, it's a, it's a good one. Yeah, pick it up. Pick it up. Get it. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> All right, great. Possessed Revelations of Oblivion. What do we think, guys? Good. Parker, good. Yeah. Very good, good album. album. Definitely a great album. Um, on our rating from one to five, five upside down crosses meaning the best. What do you give it, Parker? I give it four out of five. Four out of five, great, great. Yeah, Vince. I think I'd give it a four out of five as well. It's yeah. Pretty solid. Good, good production. Good uh, musicians. Definitely on the on the same track as you guys. I think a four to five works perfectly for this for this type of band. Um, Definitely, thirty years was too long, but mm -hmm. uh, but I think they they have come up with a great great album, um, probably one of the top ones for for this year so far, twenty nineteen. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's out now on Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, if you have a chance, pick it up for sure. It came out a couple weeks ago, so definitely, uh, definitely pick it up. Uh, from what I understand, uh, number seventeen on the Billboard charts, uh, indie charts from from what I gather. So, so mm-hmm. it's picking up a, a lot of steam, and they're they're heading out to Europe here in in a few days, starting out London, and they're going through pretty much the month of June, which is awesome for, for those guys. And uh, we can't we can't say enough. Um, Mexico Metal Fest they just got for, confirmed for that as well on, on November thirtieth, which mm-hmm. uh, I'll be out there. You know, wreaking havoc. We'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, you know, highlights of, of the album, favorite song. The Demon song was pretty awesome. Demon song, yeah. Vince, uh, I can't really pick one in particular. They all were pretty solid and had some good riffing and um, especially the drums and the vocals I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those albums that, that kind of doesn't have a high uh, up and down kind of thing. They're all kind of similar in, in the same way, but they, they have a, they're all high up, high up on the bar when it comes to musicianship and when it comes to, yeah, to, to the, the, the recording, you can't really complain about it. It's, it's a high quality album. Um, I, uh, my favorite track, uh, the first track, uh, no more room in hell, I think for me, uh, kind of, kind of highlights the, the musicianship of all the guys and, and, and the vocals there are, are just, are just great from Jeff. Uh, so if you have a chance, definitely pick this up, uh, recommended by us four out of five. I think it's good, right? Yep. Cool. Well, we'll see what comes up next. All right. All right. So we have plenty of upcoming shows here in in San Diego and the local area. Um, So far, June's pretty filled up. Lots of July shows. A lot of interesting stuff. A lot of weird mixes of uh, metal shows and and other ones. We start off with June 7th at the Soda Bar. Max Sabbath. What an interesting concept, huh? Bunch of dudes wearing costumes. Uh, McDonald's costumes. <laughs> yes, McDonald's costumes yeah. and uh, playing uh, Black Sabbath Black Sabbath songs with a twist, right? Um, from what I understand, I think they got slightly different lyrics, right? <laughs> yeah, like frying pan is uh, Iron Man, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a uh, from what I've heard, it's a great band to catch live, very entertaining. So if you have the time, June seventh at the Soda Bar, Max Sabbath, along with a, a few other bands, uh, definitely an entertaining thing to to check out on on uh, at the Soda Bar, which I haven't been to in a long time, and uh, from what I hear, they've they've done a lot of improvements at that place, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, next up, we have June 9th, a couple days after that, Lecherous Nocturne, a great death metal band uh, playing at the Space Bar uh, right down the street from us there. If you want to check that out, a lot, lot a uh, couple other uh, death metal bands playing on that on that bill. Uh, Brutal Death Metal is the name, and uh, Lecherous Nocturne is your game. Uh, June 14th, Flotsam and Jetsam, going old school. Uh, they're coming back to Brick by Brick. They seem to like that place. They seem to, uh, to be here quite often right played there a lot of times yeah yeah, yeah. so a uh, uh, legendary band if you haven't had a check uh chance to check them out definitely definitely check them out old school thrash with a with a mix of, of a little progressive and and uh you know really good stuff um mm-hmm. i i thoroughly enjoyed a um flotsam and jetsam throughout the years how about yeah. you vince uh, i'm not really too familiar with them i've never seen them well now's your chance <laughs> June 14th at Break by Break uh, check them out June 22nd Invocation Spells coming from Chile old school uh, death metal band at the Till 2 Club uh, it's going to be a cozy night there for those guys and June 26th a big one coming to Petco Park a new mm-hmm. addition to the to the park I hear there's a big uh, stage there now mm-hmm. um, they're, they're trying to bring in more big, big name bands 
Um, and Coheed and Cambria is coming. Uh, they haven't been here in a while. Uh, and Mastodon, which I'm really excited about. It's a out, new uh, outdoor venue. Right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, hear it's I think its capacity is like 2,000 people. Great, great. So it, yeah. it should be a good show. Uh, I'm a big fan of Mastodon. Uh, I Crack the Sky was one, it's one of my favorite albums of all times. So I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Good album. Uh, definitely uh, one thing to check out if you're downtown Petco Park, a beautiful baseball stadium, and now getting into the into the music area. Uh, July 20th, if uh, once we're heading out into July, we have the Tecate Summer Metal Fest, and uh, Vince is going to be playing that with Necker Chamber. Yeah, we'll be playing that one. That's your guys' first time out there, right? Yeah, this will be uh, our first uh, show in, down in Mexico. We're really looking forward to some uh, good bands playing, some local bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, international band, so it should be good. Right, uh, Crucimentum from uh, from uh, England's playing that show. Mortuary is coming up from from Monterey, Mexico. Uh, we have a lot of a lot of cool local bands from the area here, like Temblad uh, from Tijuana. We have our buddies from uh, Infernal Conjuration that are playing as well. Some bands from uh, Ensenada, some from Mexicali. It's it's uh, it's outdoors. Uh, they have uh, a lot of beer tents there, a lot of food. From what I hear, it's a really good time. So if you if you want to head south of the border and enjoy yourself in Tecate, which uh, Brian is really familiar with, you're from yeah. that area, right? Yeah, I lived there for two years. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So to head out there, uh, July 20th, Tecate Summer Metal Fest. Uh, July 29th, Decrepit Birth at Brick by Brick. Decrepit Birth, a really, really old school band uh, up from, from uh, Ventura County. And those guys are always amazing to catch live. Um, really enjoy those guys. So if you're down at Brick by Brick, definitely check those guys out. And August 3rd, also at uh, Brick by Brick, we have Holy Grail, uh, one of the newer bands in the scene, I think, in the last few years that, that's been uh, really making a lot of noise. Uh, I'm not too familiar with them. I don't know if you guys are. Um, I just know they're like pretty good power metal band. Okay, well, hey, if you're into that, check them out. Uh, let's see what else we got. Wow, Psycho Las Vegas, one of those festivals that has, has really grown in the last few years, right? Uh, yeah, August 16th through the 18th at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas. This time around, is being headlined by Megadeth, uh, Opeth, and Electric Wizard, plus yeah. a whole slew of bands, right? Yeah, it's a pretty huge fest. Yeah, it, it's it, it's insane how how big that's gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I know that last a couple of years ago they had King Diamond headline. Uh, they had Neurosis play, which is is one of those rare things nowadays uh, that that Neurosis actually shows up to and plays a festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it, uh, Cycle Las Vegas, if you have the time to get out there, August 16th through the 18th at Mandalay Bay, mm-hmm. really really awesome festival. A lot of Doom and Stoner bands, uh, you know, which is really huge. Uh, these days yeah it's kind of all over the place that that lineup definitely definitely all over the place mm-hmm. one of the one of the more eclectic uh, metal festivals that are out there this summer uh august 19th one of those bands that is playing psycho uh las vegas is ronnie christ and they're coming out of san diego yeah. yeah i think so one of their exclusive shows correct right yeah i think that's uh i only i think they're only playing a couple of shows in the u.s uh this year and psycho las vegas is one and, and one of the other ones is is brick by brick um one of those bands that i Really, really enjoy catching every time they they come into town. It, it they have a new album out called called The Heretics. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, have it's a great album. Yeah, mm-hmm. really great album. I recommend it out there. And if you have a chance, please come out to Running Christ. I believe it's on Monday, uh, but it's okay. Don't be afraid of Mondays. Mm-hmm. Metal Monday, right? Right. It's gonna be good. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we're all big uh, Running Christ fans. Have you heard the last one? I haven't. Yet. You haven't yet. Yeah. Definitely take a look at it. All right. um, but it's a, it's a it's a really phenomenal album. Those guys only get better with time. And uh, August 9th, we also have 
Master. Wow. Mm-hmm. Master. We haven't, I think last time they were here was at uh, Jumping Turtle. Wow. What, six, seven years ago, maybe something like that, right? At least yeah. the last time I saw him. Uh, Master, all the way from Czech Republic, coming down. They have a show at Paper Big August 9th. I believe they have another show either before or after in Tijuana. I'm not quite sure when, uh, but it is one of the shows that uh, we're looking forward to definitely. If you have shows that you'd like us to check out, send them our way uh, at SC Middle Swap Meet. Uh, but Jesus, June, July, and part of August are going to be pretty packed when it comes to shows uh, in mm-hmm. our area. And I'm sure there's lots of other stuff that's coming for September and October that have been recently um, confirmed that we'll be getting into. And uh, some of these shows we'll be at. You know, we'll, we'll try to do some coverage of that and, and try to talk to some of the bands, some of the fans as well, I think. It's, yeah. a, it's a big part mm-hmm. of it. Uh, we'll talk to some of the fans, some of the bands, some of the promoters. And, 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 and uh, fortunately, the, the metal scene in San Diego keeps growing. And I don't know what you guys think, but... Uh, it's Uh-oh. terrible. Yes. <laughs> we don't have enough shows here, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's growing quite a bit. And, and you know, the, where it goes, who knows? But we'll try to be there as much as possible as we can. And, uh, you know, with everything else, we'll keep it going. All right. So uh, we want to give you guys a little background about uh, ourselves, since uh, maybe some of you know us, some of you don't. Um, we'll start with myself, uh, I'm Israel. Uh, I've been listening to metal for yeah, close to twenty-something years now. Uh, I think uh, uh, I'm one of the one of the guys who who works for the metal swap meet, one of the organizers. Uh, I'm in a couple of bands, a couple of cover bands. I've done uh, you know bands left and right here and there throughout the years. Uh, but nowadays I kind of stick to the cover bands. It's a little easier, a little less stressful. Um, I go to shows as often as I can. Uh, definitely, uh, I think metal is my favorite music. That's for sure. Um, and now we're starting this. Uh, uh, we kind of like, uh, you know, trying something new. And for myself, it's the first time we try anything like this. So, uh, you know, I'm just really glad to be hanging out with these guys who've been my friends for, for a very long time. And we're kind of we're kind of trying something new. Um, as far as where this is going to take us, I think, um, you know, we, we, we've been trying to support this scene for, for a long time, each of us in, in our own little way. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a new incarnation of, of, of what, what we can do to support the local scene as well as, as trying to expose some, uh, some of the folks from the outside world who, who might not be familiar with San Diego about what we have to offer as far as our scene goes and, and then kind of explore, um, you know, out of, out of, out of town to see what we have down, down in Mexico, maybe shoot up to LA a few times go east a little bit and, and uh, try to bring some of that international flavor with with us to to this to this whole to this whole thing uh, but that's you know enough about me what's up parker uh my name is brian um i've been into metal since pretty young age listening to stuff records my dad would play um then you know got hired at blue mini records that helped me get it more into metal i uh, started a website called sdmetal.org with my friend jared um and um organizer of the metal swap meet as well and then uh you know now doing this thing and that's about it good stuff yeah vince yeah i've been a musician for most of my life playing organs and keyboards guitars bass drums pretty much all the kind of metal stuff and Grew up with my family listening to the hard rock and heavy metal and, of course, classic rock and stuff like that and played a few different bands and also went to school for recording as a sound engineer and 
uh, just always just been a fan of music in general, not just metal. And I like uh, people being creative and supporting uh, our artists, no matter what, if it's music or tattooing or artwork or whatever they're into. And that's about it. Cool. Great. Um, and what do you guys like envision us doing with this project? Um, I think we're, you know, mostly pushing what uh, you know what what metal is in in, this, in, in our area. I think uh, I, personally, I, I, metal has given me so much uh, you know back that I, I I can't see I don't have any other way to kind of give back to metal that it's giving me. I've been you know I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to travel all over the world because of heavy metal. I've been a roadie for you know for bands uh, doing tours in the U.S. and Mexico. Um, and, and I, I think for me, it's, it's given a little bit back to the community that, that kind of, that kind of help, uh, you know, shape the way I view the world. Um, so I think for me, it, it, I want to make it to where, um, you know, it, it, it showcases what we have here in our, in our, in our city, which I don't think San Diego is, is known primarily as a, as a heavy metal, you know, haven, but I, I think it can be. And, and, uh, we have a lot of talent here and, and I think we, we it's kind of cool to be able to showcase some of that and, and show what we have here, um, music wise and, and kind of like the culture of the city with, you know, what we want to do with, with the breweries and, and, you know, all kinds of other stuff with artists and stuff like that, like tattoo artists that we all have, you know, friends who are tattoo artists, um, the whole, the whole, the whole culture of the city, which kind of makes, uh, makes for an interesting, interesting place to, to live and, and um, and in uh, a, a place that kind of is is a, is a burgeoning uh, metal scene. Yeah. yeah, we get quite a few shows here, and a lot of bands stop here on their way to LA or coming from LA, going uh, back east, and sometimes we get a lot of uh, exclusive shows here as well, and trying to support that and let let you guys know about it. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, you know checking out our first episode, and uh, we hope you're enjoying it. Thanks. We have more. All right. This is Brian and Vince with Metal Swap Meet at Home Brew Mart in Linda Vista, talking to Bruce uh, Brewer, Jason Carlson <laughs> of uh, Ballast Point. Thanks for being on with us. I appreciate it. Uh, Jason, uh, we have a couple questions for you. Uh, where are you from and how long have you worked here? Uh, I'm here from San Diego, um, born and raised. And, uh, you know, I've actually worked, only worked here at Bellas Point for a couple years, but I've been a customer here for a long time, drinking beers and getting brewing stuff, you know, so been here a couple years um, and I, I freaking love it. Awesome. appreciate that. Uh, how and when did Home Brew Mart start, and do you know when it opened? Yeah, so uh, this is the original location for Ballast Point. Um, started in 92 as Home Brew Mart, which still operates as Home Brew Mart right now. Um, with all the brewing supplies and all that stuff, we still do all that stuff and cater all the home brewers in San Diego. Which is cool because right now everyone's into beer, so I mean everyone's brewing. Yeah, everyone's brewing beer right now, so it's, we're happy to, to help everyone out. Um, and uh, '92, yeah, that's when it started. Um, and then '96 ni- is actually when Ballast Point it all became Ballast Point. Just started brewing beer in the back and uh, started developing all, all kinds of these recipes. Um, and '96, they opened up at, as Ballast Point, operating in the same building. 
So you kind of had uh, two different things going on, Home Brewmart and Ballast Points. Um, and uh, original location. This is, yeah, this is the original location. Uh, we haven't moved. You know, we kind of moved over uh, a little bit, you know, as business expanded, expanded as, as some of the businesses were kind of closing, we took over those those buildings and kind of made it bigger. Now we got a huge tap room here, 30, uh, 36 beers on tap, which is really cool. It wasn't like that a few years ago. Uh, just a small little tap room on the other side. You can you know only a few beers. You couldn't get that much, uh, but now you got a whole massive tap room here. Um, and like I said, 38 beers on tap with some home brew mart exclusive beers. So you still kind of keep it real on the home brew side and do a lot of small batch stuff. Um, we have uh, five gallon uh, recipes that we put up, uh, classic home brew style. And we have a one barrel system in the back um, that gets us uh, just only two 15 gallon kegs, you know. So what we brew here stays here. Um, and uh, yeah, so our tap list is a little more unique than the other ones, you know, kind of keep it real on the home brew side. I appreciate that, Jason. Uh, Jason, uh, do you know how many beers Ballast Point has in total? <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> you, got, you got like a guess? Uh, well, 500? If, I mean, geez, if you're going to count like all the R&D stuff, probably like 500 beers, yeah. Yeah. Um, how many locations does Ballast Point have now? Uh, right now, San Diego, uh, this location, the original, um, unfortunately, we had to close down Scripps Ranch uh, um, a few months ago. That was something kind of um, in the works for a little while, uh, but we have Miramar opened up just up the street, um, so that's kind of where everything went to. Um, our, this is our production facility, huge restaurant, it's awesome, maybe you should go check it out. Um, in downtown Little Italy, um, we have that location, that's our, our uh, third location in San Diego. Another cool restaurant over there, uh, great beers on tap over there as well. I mean, I'll, yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, of course, you know, all the classic Ballast Point beers. Um, can't get home Brewmart beers over there, though. <laughs> nice, sounds good. Um, do you guys at Home Brewmart supply any brewing supplies for other breweries? Yeah, actually, um, you know, we are a homebrew mart, so we mainly cater to homebrewers, and a lot of the equipment we have uh, is catered to that. But uh, we do have a lot of breweries coming in here um, for certain things, uh, maybe some last-minute ingredients, or, or need us to order them some parts uh, for you know for whatever they're doing. Uh, we're always more than happy to do that. Um, right now, down in Mexico, there's a huge um, uh, brewery um, brewing scene popping up over there. Oh, yeah, I got a lot of and they're coming up too. Yeah, um, they come over here quite often and grab a bunch of supplies from us. Um, you know, so on the daily, really, they come up here. Um, just bags of grains, lots of hops, yeast, um, any kind of supplies they need. Um, it's a little different down there as far as what they're capable of doing uh, uh, brewing-wise, but they make it work, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's fun to hear their stories on how they're making it all work, you know. Trying to see what they have uh, going down there. They have a lot of new stuff coming. Yeah, out. they're popping up all over the place too. Um, and you know, it's uh, they're all starting from scratch. You know, um, it takes a second to get everything going, but yeah, they're starting to come out some good beers down there. Um, I'm kind of curious about what kind of yeast you guys use. Do you guys use one strain of yeast, or you guys use a lot of different yeast for the the beers that you brew? Um, I mean. For my, mine specifically, and what we do here, uh, we do kind of change it up sometimes, but we have our house yeast, uh, you know, uh, whether it's our uh, white labs is the yeast we, we pretty much use. 
all the time, whether it's the California Ale yeast, which is pretty classic, or, or the uh, the California Kolsch, or excuse me, um, that's the name of one of our beers, uh, the German Kolsch yeast. Um, and uh, we sift between those two, but I mean, we, we do yeast starters over here and try, you know, uh, propagate some yeast strains and save them and ye harvest yeast and try and get a few things going on. Um, but you also got to plan your brews around that as well. So. Uh, we are limited to how much we can brew here, so uh, once we get our fermenters all filled up, you know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, you got to plan it all out. Um, as far as, you know, Ballast Point, I mean, um, they, they use those same two yeast strains, you know, a few other ones, you know, to, um, you know, try and, you know, change it up. So, yeah. um, as far as this location goes, and the tap list is pretty extensive, um, what can you get at this certain location that you can't get at anywhere else? Okay, so their Home Brew Mart exclusive beers uh, is a really good one. We have four of them up. We, we generally try and keep four of them up at one time. Uh, we only have 36 taps here, so we can't take up too much space. Uh, so you need to put the other ballast point stuff. Um, but we try and keep four up right now. We got a really good hazy IPA. Um, uh, um, really good Mybox. It's Mybox May right now, so all the Mybox are coming out, the German Mybox. Of course, it's my beer, so I'm promoting it, you know. Um, and I, I teach uh, brewing classes on the Grainfather all electric brewing system, so we get. All right, you guys have that here at the Home Yeah, so uh, we have it here for sale. Uh, we also brew with it over here. I love it. And all the beers come out super great. We throw them on tap because they just they taste really good and professional. So I have a really, really good uh, pale ale up right now, hoppy pale ale, uh, from our, our homebrew recipe book in the back. That's what I was just trying to do. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's our actually recipe in a book you can get and brew yourself. So yeah, we have a book of all kinds of recipes. We, we try and brew uh, beers out of that and throw them on tap, you know, so you can taste them and brew them, you know. And we got a sour up too, that's really good. All right, um, appreciate that. Um, what is, what do you think is the most popular Ballast Point beer? Uh, it's the Grapefruit Sculpin. Grape, grapefruit Sculpin. There's no other beer that compares to that right now. It's just, that thing sells so much, it's, it's unreal. Um, it's good though, I mean, I like it. Um, but yeah, it's the Grapefruit Sculpin, pretty much. Okay. All right, thanks again, Jason. Uh, Ballast Point it uses local art for all of your uh, labels and such. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that, please? Yeah, so um, our artwork, at, at least the majority, like 99.9% .9 of it, is all done by Paul Elder, all right, local guy. He's been doing it since day one. Um, he's still with us, and actually, uh, if you come down to Home Brew Mart, uh, especially during like the daytime, you de most likely will run into him. I mean, he was here earlier today. Um, if he's not down in Mexico vacationing, uh, then you know he's hanging out here having some having some pints. Yeah, he's um, he's, so he's, he's he, he goes fishing to, or fishing out in Mexico. Yeah. Is he a fan of craft beer as well? Yeah, he is. Um, he he drinks like he, he drink like some Fathoms or the new one, the Swinging Fryer. You know that that one just came out. It's a pretty good one. Um, it's actually been my go-to beer right now as a Swinging Fryer, but. Uh, um, no, Paul's cool, man. He's in here all the time. I love hanging out with him. Uh, went out to lunch with him uh, a few days ago. Um, he's, he's just a really cool guy. He's been doing our artwork for a long time. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Yeah, like, good yeah, it's cool. I mean, when you see like his earlier stuff, um, and then you compare it to, you see it, you know, through the years, and see his newer stuff. You definitely have like kind of like growing with him, you know, and seeing his artwork evolve, you know, and just getting detailed, and it's just you know really good. 
Uh, can you elaborate a little bit about the Swing Fire Ale and what that's about? Yeah, so actually, uh, we just came out with that one like a, like a month ago. It's a collaboration with the San Diego Padres, all right? Um, they, yeah, that's right, San Diego Padres. Um, and uh, they wanted an official craft beer, the San Diego Padres. Um, so since we've been sponsoring the Padres for, for you know quite a few years now, um, yeah, why not make one? Um, so they actually had the fryer come down uh, over to Miramar and throw in hops and stuff like that. you know, promotional thing. Um, and came out with the Swinging Fryer uh, Pale Ale, 5.5%. Uh, uses all Simcoe hops, so it definitely has a nice piney, uh, resiny, grapefruity, kind of citrusy thing going on. Uh, kind of low in bitterness, uh, so it's definitely a nice crushable beer, good for the ball games, you know. Something different than like going and getting like a lager and you know, something. You know, at least you can get like something that has flavor to it. and. Um, it's not a seven percent, so it's not just like totally putting you out, you know. You can it's, you can crush them and you know chill out. But uh, yeah, I would say it's a good. It's good. Actually, we just came out with merchandise yesterday. Um, all official yeah, Major League Baseball. Yeah, that, and it's got the reflective baseball sticker on it. It's all like official, you know, Major League stuff, you know. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's cool, man. Um, it's did a good job on them. So yeah, it's good beer. All right, I think that's my next beer, and I'm gonna hand this over to Vince. Thanks so much. All right, Jason, uh, we're going to get uh, a little bit more uh, personal and away from the brewing a little bit, but uh, you started uh, brewing here for a while now, and uh, you studied at brewing at SDSU, and it used to own uh, your, or be a part owner at your own hop farm. Yeah, so really, I mean, I, I guess I haven't really been brewing that long compared to everybody else, but I just, I, I went for it, you know. Um, and uh, I was doing growing hops a few years back, and uh, did that for like three years, and then decided that you know I didn't want to become a farmer. So I mean, it's going to be like a full-time gig, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So I'd rather brew beer. Um, and then SCS, I don't remember how I, I was trying to think about this and trying to get my sister involved in it too, but uh, I couldn't remember how I actually came across the SDSU program. But um, yeah, it's a business of craft beer. They don't necessarily teach you uh, how to brew, but they teach you the whole business and everything about beer. And man, let me tell you, I, I, I beefed up my resume on that and, and everybody started calling me for interviews, you know? And uh, um, I kind of just like, like skipped over to Ballast Point real quick. You know, I got hired at Bolt Brewery, which was a really cool spot down in La Mesa. Worked there for a couple months and then Ballast Point called me and this is actually the spot I wanted to get into. I'm like, oh, well, that worked out, you know, it worked out great. Um, yeah, you know, I've been here ever since. And, uh, um, of course, you know, because I brew beer, I started brewing beer over here in the back, you know, and uh, they like to keep, keep the homebrew stuff alive. So I was brewing a lot back there. It took me a while to actually, like, develop something that was worthy enough to be put on tap, but I eventually did. And, uh, you know, now almost everything I brew gets thrown on the tap here. Um, it's actually kind of, it's... It's pretty awesome when I think about it, you know. It's just, yeah, a, just like, yeah, I mean, I say five years ago, I wasn't doing any of this stuff, and then now I got two beers right now up at Ballast Point, you know, so that's freaking awesome. <laughs> All right, Jason, uh, what do you think about uh, bands and uh, the trend of them having their own beers? I know Metallica has a new beer, and Iron Maiden has some beers. Uh, what, about, what do you think about that, and does Ballast Point have any plans for that, or... What do you say? Well, uh, as far as Iron Maiden goes, they can do whatever they want and be awesome. So yeah. Um, as far as all the other bands having beers, you know, I actually haven't tried the Metallica one. Um, 
I I know like Stone had like a Pilsner out for a bit that was like the the Wussy one or something, and then now it's now they have the Metallic enough to have the same beer or what? But um, I I haven't tried it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's cool. You know, bands will put out beers, whatever. That's fine. You know, I know Morpheus has like a beer or something, or did he wine? Wine? I think they had a beer too. Um, gosh, who else has? Bands that beer. I can't think of any else right now. Oh, Megadeth actually has that. Has a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That, that's actually that's really cool. They weren't those guys. That's a pretty classic brewery right there. Um, I've tasted a couple of the Iron Maiden ones. You know, you can't really get any of them really here in the U.S. You know, I have to like special order them. I've had the true. I, actually, I've only had the Trooper and uh, their sour beer. Oh, you had that one. Uh, yeah, jealous. I want to try that one. Um, I, I had the the, uh, um, the sour beer, whatever one that was. Um, damn it! Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was good. You know, English beer. You know, I mean, I mean, so you say San Diego beers. <laughs> Going anywhere else, and you're like, oh. but no, it was pretty good. Um, this classic English style style beers. It just came out the new one, uh, the Sun and Steel. Yeah, I know there's a few out here I've never seen yet. Yeah, so. That's the one with uh, sake. Yeah, it's the yeah. sake. Uh, the, the, their, their yeast, the sake yeast in a, in a uh, lager yeah. beer. Yeah, I, ju I just because I, I I'm on uh, the Iron Maiden news form like every day, so I watch Bruce Dickinson open up the box and sample it. You know, he's like saying his funny stuff as usual. He's got he's got long hair again. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. you know. I think it'd be classic if he just cut the bangs again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, dude. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, uh, you're not just a fan of beer, you're also a fan of metal. And um, who are your favorite uh, guitarists, your singers, bands? What, what, what are your favorites? Um, of course, uh, um, Iron Maiden for sure, you know. I may have to cut this in a second. Um, of course, Iron Maiden for sure. Um, and Bruce Dickinson, all those guys. I mean, those guys are like top tier. So anyone else, you know, not as good. But of course, um, I've, guitar players, I've always been like uh, Frank Zappa, um, um, uh, Steve Morris. I love Steve Morris, um, David Gilmore, um, and then all the Iron Maiden guys. You know, Marty Freeman. Actually, I, I've been getting back into Marty Freeman lately. That guy freaking shreds, dude. Like, I, I actually just, just saw the Yngwie Malmsteen show. I've always been into him, but damn, that guy. He's so good nowadays. Like, dude, that guy shreds. I wish I could do that. Yeah. That's funny, though. The show I saw, like, he wasn't even, like, doing as much as, like, the, the cool, crafty guitar work that, that I saw from the, the previous show. He was just on point with just shredding, you know? I was just like, wow, shit, man, you're you're in your zone right now. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I just, I listen to all kinds of music, you know? I mean, I, I love a lot of all the classic rock stuff and all those guitar players, and I like a lot of 80s metal. Um, more, more along the lines of like the Megadeth, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Megadeth, you know, Metallica, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, that, that type of stuff, the classic stuff. Um, when it comes to like more modern guys, I couldn't really tell you who my favorite guitar player is. I mean, um, I'm just really into like the older stuff, you know. Yeah. 
Right, when Dio comes on, I'm like, yep, turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. So, yeah, I don't know. All those guys are, 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 are awesome. I wish I could go see Dio again. Actually, I'm going to see Maiden uh, twice when they come, so that's going to be awesome. You know, it's minimum two times every time Iron Maiden comes. Like, you know, minimum yeah, two times. I know, I got to see them now. They're getting old. Nico's like 70 years old. Almost. Like 67 years old. Oh, my God. That's insane. Bruce, he's like 61, 62 or something like that, and he's expecting he can still pull off some awesome singing after he had his throat cancer and all that stuff. Like, well, I can definitely tell he's been pushing himself a lot to like really get better, you know, because I've been seeing some videos from this last tour. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he's 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 sounding really good, you know. He's, he's hitting some high notes, you know. He's, you know, of course, when you get, become an old man, you know, you can't really do much of that anymore. But he's doing it gracefully, man. I think he's, yeah, top notch, top notch, champion. <laughs> I, uh, you need, you want to stop? You need to go back. All right. Uh, so, uh, Jason, you're also a musician and uh, played in different bands and your own solo bands and do some of your own shows and stuff around here. Can you talk about some of them or? What are their names? How can uh, other people find them or listen to them or buy it? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I've been in a lot of bands, uh, mainly like metal bands and stuff. You know, I don't really do too much of that anymore at the moment, I guess. Um, I was in a Pentago. It was like my last big metal band. Put out a couple albums. Didn't really do many shows. We were kind of like really underground <laughs> really underground the underest of the underground you know we did like two shows <laughs> put out two albums over a span of like 10 years or something i don't know but uh, uh that, was, that was a fun band um and i was in season of decay before that you know that was, that was a fun band too we didn't really put out any like official releases really just like our little studio recordings and went to kinko's and like you know did the yeah, totally. Do the yeah, totally. The, the classic way of, of doing it, you know. Um, and uh, I've been playing music my whole life. Um, playing guitar like almost 30 years, I guess. Yeah, Uncle Jason. That's right, George. Um, <laughs> um, that was Sculpin George, by the way. Uh, he's, yeah, he's one of the co-creators of Sculpin. So it's yeah, he's still around, you know. You still got the old school people here, you know? Yeah. You come during the daytime, you see them all sitting around the corner. They, they claim that corner, like no one touches that area. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, um, yeah, I play my whole life, you know, come from family musicians, and then I uh, just love rock and roll. So, Metal Swap Me, 10th anniversary this year on October 19th, 2019. Wow, 19th on the 19th. Mm -hmm. We didn't plan that at all. Uh, it's going to be Saturday, October 19th, 11 to 5 p.m. as always at Setting Sun Suck in Miramar in the Miralani uh, Makers District, right? Uh, a lot of breweries, a lot of cool places, a lot of cool uh, places there, restaurants, all kinds of good stuff that's yeah. going on. Um, vendors sign up at MetalSwapMe.com. You can also visit our Facebook page. Uh, should have about 50 vendors there that day, maybe more. We're uh, looking at room space and all that stuff. Uh, Full Metal Burgers will be joining us again as last time. Those are good burgers. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you about that. Uh, overall in that area, there's about 10 breweries. Uh, we got Sake Brewery, 
which is Setting Sun, our, our main sponsor. Mm. Uh, there's wine, there's mead, there's cider, all kinds of good stuff there within 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 the within the venue. Yep. Um, as far as metal swap meet, if for some of you who might not know what the metal swap meet is, can you tell us a little bit more about that, Parker? How we got this going? Yeah, metal swap meet. Um, kind of had the idea because I used to work at a record store and it specialized in metal, so it was a lot of a uh, kind of a meeting place for some people. Um, That's where we met. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, um, after that kind of closed down, um, we wanted to come up with some other idea where that kind of atmosphere can be recreated, you know, not every day, but at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one we did over 10 years ago, and it was in my driveway. Right outside. Yep. <laughs> right outside here. <laughs> and yeah, I think we had about a dozen or so vendors and over 200 people. So we knew that this was something that people wanted. So we we uh, moved it to a proper venue after that, and yeah, now we're on our tenth one. Um, and v- Vince is one of the people that's been a vendor since uh, day one. And uh, how's that been for you? Uh, it's always been a good turnout and a good crowd. And uh, I think the best part is seeing all the people's faces smiling and getting along together and hanging out and talking and just having a good time and going home with some good music and just enjoying themselves and. Overall, it's just a good atmosphere, and people dig it. Yeah. I, one of the more surprising aspects of that is that when normally when, when uh, you know, outside people see a, a swarm of, of, of folks clad in all black and long hairs and listen to really loud music, they think it's going to be chaos. But it's never it, it's always been one of the most peaceful places I've ever been at. Uh, aside from the, you know, loud music and everything, everybody's always behaved. Um, and it's one of the more... Uh, uh, exciting events that, that that the crowd looks forward to every year. I think uh, family orient, oriented as as well. Um, you know, you bring little 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 ones as well, um, and it is it is one of those events that I think has has uh, caught on with 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 the uh, heavy metal and and rock, hard rock fans of of San Diego, and and they they love coming out. Which is, I mean, for us, it's 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 really been a, a real big surprise that that many people really cared about metal that much that that they would they would come in and, and and support this event and 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 for us it's always an exciting time um we have uh you know vendors who have shirts posters art uh taxidermy of all places right i mm-hmm. mean that's uh that's kind of a weird thing for some people but yeah they, yeah brandy always brings taxidermy a lot of cool interesting um you know things that she brings uh we have ladies clothing uh uh, metal desserts. Uh, some of the folks from uh, God, I can't, I can't remember the name, but they bring the metal desserts, and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, jewelry, uh, uh, you know, drinking horns, all kinds of stuff that that makes it a very, very unique event. Probably the only type of event of its kind in, in Southern California for sure. And we are we are uh, celebrating the tenth anniversary this time around. Um, we're gonna have some surprises this year, I think. Uh, we're bringing the band back. We're trying to work on that, right? We're trying mm-hmm. to get that going. Yeah, get permitting and stuff. Get permitting in San Diego. For those of you who don't live here, who don't know how the city works, uh, it is not easy. So we're trying to get that going again, so we can have live music again. Um, and uh, we're trying to make it a very special, special event, especially for the 10th anniversary. Uh, obviously. Obviously, we didn't think it was going to get past the first one here in the front yard with the cops, you know, driving by and looking at what was going on and yep. a couple hundred people kind of hanging out in the front yard. Yep. Uh, but 
we have been very fortunate that the the community has been have been has been cool enough to support this and and some of the big names that are you know like Ale Smith and and you know setting Sonsaki who's who's been behind us mm-hmm. some of the breweries who've been um, with us like uh, you know Lagunitas Brewing Company beforehand and and all that so we've been very lucky that we have some some folks out there who are fans of metal who who have supported this in the long run and, and folks like Vince who who's been a vendor for such a long time and we have uh, several vendors who've been with us since day one and and. And it's very cool to have you know people like you kind of kind of jumping on this and supporting this since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Thanks, V. Yeah, no, it's a real good event, and uh, it's good to see a lot of people go there. Like I said, everyone's in a good mood. Everyone leaves and no drama. Everyone's having a good time and pick up some cool shirts or vinyl cassettes, all kinds of stuff. And also, the guys have had some good bands there and some uh, guest DJs. And mm-hmm. you guys uh, talk about that. Yeah, I think uh, DJ Caton was there a couple of years ago, who's, mm-hmm. who's, who's from Higher X. Uh, uh, we've had Cattle Decapitation play there before, uh, mm-hmm. Tuvalu Vomit, which was Disgorge, the American Disgorge. Mm-hmm. Exhumed. Exhumed played there a couple of years ago, which was a f- just fucking insane at, at yeah. the Queen Bees. It was it was just nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. Uh, a lot of great, um, you know, Tribute bands like Slay- Slaytanic from Los Angeles. Jack Panzer, you guys had even? Jack Panzer. Jack Panzer. Yeah. That was my dream. That was, for me, that was the best one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but that was, Jack Panzer was just like the best. Yeah. Hard to, hard to get better than that. Right. So I'm, I think so far, what, what has been your favorite year, Brian? The Jack Panzer year by the far. The Jack Panzer year. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, our biggest year. We had a downtown, big stage, you know, the, the most, professional setup we've ever had i mean it was kind of the the hardest one to organize and the most expensive but it, it was so worth it <laughs> definitely definitely i think uh and it was a cool a cool thing to have uh you know phil ensemble came down with with the guys from uh from super joint ritual they did a signing which we were just really really not expecting mm-hmm. um really cool that uh, shannon the folks from brick by brick had that had that going they played the after party uh we also had uh dawn of the dead from non-slaughter come down and do you a signing had, uh, derek riggs there a couple times absolutely yeah. our, our 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 friend derek riggs uh you know the the guy who who invented eddie for iron maiden has been to the swap meet several times and mm-hmm. we, we really appreciate him bill matoyer Bill Matoria, yes. Yeah. Bill Matoria, awesome producer. Uh, he was there hanging out. Um, Don Dottie. Don Dottie from uh, Dark Angel, who was mm-hmm. there. Uh, and um, it was it was a good year. I mean, it was good. It, it was, we kind of did ourselves. Unfortunately, the venue is no longer available. It's It's gone. It's I think it's a parking lot now. Or it's Yeah, a, and they moved to a much smaller they place. Did. Yeah. They did move to a smaller place. So, yeah. Uh, the cool thing about us is that the swap me has been growing uh every year it's been getting bigger so for us uh for those of you who went last year at the new location uh we have expanded a bit and this year we will expand again and it is one of those things that uh you know as long as the folks keep coming and, and they keep uh you know asking for it we'll keep doing it and we'll keep expanding as much as it as, as much as we can um i think uh we haven't reached the top yet, you know. I think we have a, yeah. a lot to go, a lot, a lot of stuff to go. Who so, knows? Yeah. You know, as long as everybody keeps supporting it, and for us, it's always a, a it's always a riot. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of work, uh, as you know, Brian can attest to. It's a lot of work to do get this done, and and we just thank everybody for for keeping it going, to to keeping it, to keeping it alive, because um, 
if it wasn't for the folks that keep coming and, and keep supporting metal, um, none of this is, is, is definitely possible. Um, I think, um, I think we, we all agree that, uh, it is something very special that, that, uh, we want to keep going. Yeah. yeah. People seem to like it. And if, uh, people keep still keep coming out, we're just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just back to the, back, back to, to the, the driveway, back to the driveway, <laughs> we'll keep it going in some way or another, yeah. uh, for, you know, for both, for any of you who haven't checked this out, definitely come out October 19th. Uh, we'll be keeping you updated at sdmetal.com. We also have our sdmetalswapmeet.com. sdmetalswapmeet.com. No, sorry. Metalswapmeet.com. <laughs> Get it right one of these days. Yeah, eventually we'll get it right. Metalswapme.com. Uh, we also have our Facebook, uh, which is uh, facebook.com slash metalswapmeet, metalswapmeet. If you type metalswapmeet on Facebook, you'll find us there. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Just type metalswapmeet in Google. Yeah, we're pretty much nice. it. Yeah. Um, you know, On YouTube, if you want to check out what it's all about, you want to see visuals of it, we have a lot of cool videos on there. And we're also on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's very modern for yeah. me i don't know much about instagram but it gets updated about once a month yeah <laughs> with the important stuff only right right yeah. yeah we don't we're not gonna spam you we're not gonna fluff you up um yeah in facebook and instagram uh keep it updated we'll be doing this as much as possible and you know thank you guys for for paying attention to this hope you enjoy it we will keep you filled with as much metal as we can and with more shows interviews and lots more to come with the metal swap talk and for brian vince and i we'll see you next time we'll see you in the pit thanks (laughs) 